Hello, 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 and welcome again to the prayer, prayer experience. It's Monday, Monday afternoon, <laughs> almost said morning, Monday afternoon here in the United Kingdom. I want to thank you for joining us from all over the world. Please share this video as we come together. I call it the hour of prayer, it's prayer experience, and I'm so glad that I get to pray with you today. And we've got the Daily Talks media channel on YouTube that's available. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe to that. And also share, let's spread the word out to friends and family. If you're live with us, you can leave a comment. You can share prayer requests or testimony, whatever God is doing in your life. We want to hear about that. I think at the end of this year, or yeah, it's the end of the year, let's, let's bring up the testimonies. Let's recount all that God has done for us, either through this platform, through your life, whatever God is doing in your life or has done in your life. We want to hear about, about it because we want to celebrate with you. And you can send us an email. You can leave a comment if you're listening to the recorded version. Let's hear what God is doing and we will surely, surely rejoice with you. All right, we've got a prayer experience hotline that is available for you as well. If you'd like to talk to somebody at the other end of the line. I'm going to use this verse of scripture as we take time, take some time to praise God. In Psalm 118 verse 24, this is the day which the Lord has brought about. Some other verse um, translation will say this is the day which the Lord has made. You know, we will rejoice and be glad in it. Isn't it beautiful? Isn't it wonderful that God and purpose brings us into a new day, into a new season. I said, when you bring about something, you are intentional about it. The every day has its purpose. And this is what God has done for us. Each day that we wake up, he's got a plan. He's got a purpose. And I know that today has been phenomenal in our lives, in your life. If you're just starting out the day, it is phenomenal. I want us to thank God in advance, I want us to thank God for what he has already done. That second part of that verse is, we choose to rejoice and be glad, to be delightful about what God is doing, to rejoice over the blessings of the Lord, to rejoice over the fact that for each day, God carefully has planned it out and laid it out for you. And if God plans it out for you, you know what happens? You are living in his blessing. So let's thank him today. Father, we thank you that we are living in your blessing. We are living in your carefully thought out plan for today. We give you praise. Nothing, nothing is by coincidence. Nothing is just another day with you. Nothing is just a passing moment with you. But everything as God is purpose. And that's what we rejoice in. That's what we celebrate. We celebrate your goodness. We celebrate your provision in our lives. We celebrate the things you are bringing about for us in our lives, through us, and with us, the things that you're allowing us to cooperate with you to bring about. We thank you. It's a blessed day. It's the day that you have poured in all your resources. You're poured in all the, all heaven's resources for us 
to live in the fullness of your plan. So we rejoice and we thank you for today. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. You know, I believe it's my my sister-in-law who is taking every single day of the rest of this season to just thank God, just be intentional about thanking God. There's got to be so many things you want to thank God about. Now, it's not often the the physical and tangible things that we see around us that we ought to be thankful about. What about peace? What about joy? What about protection? Why not take the rest of the season and just recount how God has been faithful to you, how he's delivered you from that accident, how he provided for you, you know, that resource, that favor that somebody showed you that you didn't even know you could get that, but it was the favor of God that showed up on your behalf. How about recounting all that God has done for you? Amen. I want us to fall in that thread. I want to talk about living intention. And using this verse of scripture, Psalm 91 verse 1, it says, He who dwells in the secret place, emphasis is mine, of the Most High, shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no foe can withstand. And the second scripture says, Psalm 23 verse 6 says, Surely only goodness, mercy, and unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life. Now, the second part of this of this verse is what my focus is. And through the land of my days, the house of the Lord and his presence shall be my dwelling place. See, Psalm 91 talks about the secret place. Dwelling in the secret place. But Psalm 20, 23 verse 6 talks about making that place, that dwelling place of God, you know, making it our dwelling place, making that place that is special to God, our dwelling place. And when you make something your dwelling place, just like when you live in your home, you have everything you need in your home. You know, you want to go out, do get about the day, but you want to return back to your place of comfort. So when you drive into the driveway sometimes and you're just like, home sweet home that's how the presence of God should be for us you know you're like oh thank God I'm home we leave there and anything that wants to take us away from the presence of God we want to identify it and want to put it aside and then you ask what is a dwelling place it can be the house of God the physical house of God but a dwelling place the secret place of God is in the spirit and we can stay there. The Bible talks about living in the spirit, walk in the spirit. And then it says in the presence of God, the fullness of joy, pleasures forevermore. In the secret places where we have, where we have, you know, the very presence of the father. We're leaving with his wisdom. We're leaving with the fullness of the father. We're leaving day by day by the spirit. Anything that wants to take you further away from the presence of God, things like things that may trouble you and you want to give thought, you want to give your full attention to, you want to give, you know, things that distract you. These things take you 
further away from the presence of God. But there are other things that brings you closer into the presence of God. We know them. You know them. You know when, you know, at that moment you're saying something and it's unsettling you, it's going to take you further away from God's presence. You know you're doing something. You know you're thinking something. It's not in line with what God thinks about you. It's not in line with what his word is. What is what is happening? You are sleeping and stepping away from the presence of God. We ought to stay there because when we stay in the presence of God, we can be fully provided for. Our needs can be supplied. We enjoy the presence of God. We enjoy peace and enjoy and right standing with God. I want us to make this our aim, not just for the rest of the year, but going forward, that you're going to quickly identify anything that's going to try to take you away from the presence of God. Things like offense, things like, you know, worry and doubt. These things will take you further and further away from God. And what happens when you are in worry? You begin to see that big, that trouble. You begin to see that challenge, huge, you know, very overwhelming. But when you stay in his presence, everything fades around you. It's not, they don't, they don't disappear, but they look small. And when you begin to activate that presence, every supply in that presence, they fade away. So I want to admonish us to stay in that place, walk in the spirit, walk in love, walk in peace. Look at Galatians 5, 22, 23. Immerse yourself in those things. You may not come up in certain areas, but keep working on it. Keep being kind, keep being loving, keep being good to one another and you will be abiding in God's presence. I want us to pray together and just recommit ourselves. Let's consecrate our lives again to God and say, Father, can you do this with me? Can you really, really mean it? Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. We identify ways that we have taken ourselves away from your presence either intentionally or unknowingly. We recognize those times where we have allowed ourselves to sleep into worry. We have allowed ourselves to see you as not being able to meet our needs. We have been faced with those needs, but we haven't recognized your supply in your presence. We ask for your forgiveness for those times where we have been offended with one another and we have let that stay and linger with us. We ask for your forgiveness. We ask for that tenderness of heart. We ask for those times where we have spoken ill about one another and that has taken us away, further away from your presence. But we, we, we repent of that and we come back to you. That we'll only speak good of one another. We pray the Father, those times where you have prompted us to do good, and we have been selfish, holding onto ourselves. We repent and we ask as we turn back to your presence, as we turn back to walking in the spirit, to walking in love, as we turn away from 
how the world wants us to behave, but to how your word says we ought to be. We ask the Father, so many things in our lives, how we have been easily irritated and, and agitated even in our homes, even by our children, even by our spouses, even by even in church settings, we have been easily offended with one another. These things take us away from your presence. We lose something when we allow ourselves to simmer in this um, behavior and in this um, state of mind. So we ask the Father, return to you again. Return to your word. Return to your presence. To leave there. To stay there to be what you want us to be so that we can enjoy all that you have for us. The enemy will try to entice us like Eve in the garden, the garden of more than enough. Yet there was just one thing that she couldn't get her eyes off. Just one thing that was going to take her further away from your presence. Lord, I pray that we will not go for that one thing that we crave, that our flesh crave for, but we will choose to turn to you, to return to that place of your dwelling, that secret place, that place in the spirit, that place in our hearts that you are prompting us to return to. And I pray that even at this time, this busy season of the year, when we go out shopping and, and doing all we need to do and we are troubled and harassed because of the needs and the, and the um, commitments and the many, many engagements, we, we pray that you will help us to stay, keep our spirits connected to you and not wander off. I ask this for every single one listening in right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen, amen, amen. I want to pray for the church. I'm going to use this verse of scripture to pray for the church. And it says, Matthew 16, verse 18, it says that, And I tell you, you are Peter. This is Jesus making a declaration to, to Peter. Said, and on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. You see, the church, the entire body of Christ, we all know about that. We are co-laborers with God. We're helping Jesus to build his church. We want to pray for the church today that we will build together with him. We will not tear down. We will not pull apart. We will not make light of what God is building in our lives amongst other believers in our towns, in our cities, in our nation, we will not be the ones to pull it apart, but we will be the ones to put the hinges, we'll be the ones to put things together that things are rightly uh, in the right places. You know, Paul admonishing the church in Corinthian, he said, that I am the master builder because I've got the grace to build. Each and every one of us has got the grace to build but we have roles that God has set each and every one of us in, in different places and different roles. And he said, let each man take heed how he builds. I want us to pray that as builders with God, with the grace that he has given each and every one of us, 
so much needed in the local church, the different graces. I want us to pray that we will build as God desires us to build, not build as we want to, but build as God is leading us. Build that our works will stand the test of time. Let's pray this together for the church. Pray for your church. Pray for yourself and your role in your local church that you will build according to the grace that God has given unto you. You will build works that will stand the test of time. Father, we just ask in the mighty name of Jesus, thanking you for the grace we have to build, thanking you for the place, the places you have set us in the body, not as we have set ourselves, but the places you have set each and every one of us. And if we don't know those places, help us to identify and to know and to become aware where you are asking us to be set in the body. But I pray also that you would help us, each and every one of us, in our local assemblies to build works that will stand the test of time, to build for Jesus, not for ourselves, to build together the church so that the gates of hell will not prevail. We can open the door for the enemy, but we can build strong and we can build together. So, Father, we commit ourselves to building the church together in every nation where we are, in every city and every community where we are, in every local assembly where we are, we commit to build works that will stand the test of time. And we commit to build according as you have given us grace to build. And I thank you, Lord, our works of God will be pleasing to you, that we will be pleasing to you. I want to build what pleases you, Lord. I want to build with all my heart. I want to build as you have given me grace. I want to build where you want me to build. I want to stay where you want me to stay. I want to be all that you want me to be in my local church, in my ministry, in the ministry that you have set me. I ask this Jesus, not just for myself, but for my brothers and my sisters, in the mighty name of Jesus, amen and amen. We're going to pray for the nation. And even at this time where we know that a season, the, the church, the body of Christ celebrates Jesus, the world celebrates Christmas, which is okay. We celebrate Christmas as well. But look at this verse of scripture in Luke chapter 2, verse 14. It says, glory to God in the highest in heaven and on earth, peace among men with whom he is well pleased. So peace among so Jesus has come. His, his birth proclaims peace for all. We want to pray that many will receive the real peace, not the peace of how many gifts I can get or how many gifts I can buy or how many, how glamorous I can make this season. Not that, not the things that satisfy the flesh for a moment but eternal peace i want us to pray for men and women out there who don't know jesus 
that this will be an opportunity for them to seek the peace of God, to seek the one who can give them eternal satisfaction, fulfillment in life. Father, we just pray. You may know your family members, you may know friends, colleagues, business partners, um, your neighbors. We want to pray that they will find peace, that every single opportunity they have to ask questions and to say and just be in that place that, you know, the Holy Spirit would just take advantage of that as we pray. Father, we, we just release our faith for our friends and our loved ones and our families and our, our community, our, our neighbors and those even in the marketplaces, in the shopping malls, um, people we meet all around us who don't know you, our colleagues, our, our managers, our bosses, our business partners, everyone who don't know you, but who recognizes the season. We ask their Father, this will be an opportunity for them to come to know you in the little ways and even in the cracks, the little cracks that, that we find in their lives coming apart and they are asking questions and they are seeking even in their hearts. We ask that that door will be wide open for the gospel to be received into their hearts. And we ask that God, even in this time, let the word of God go out. Let the message of peace go out. Let it be spoken across the nation, across the world on all platforms. Let even the little children speak the blessing and the peace of God and take the opportunities we provide. We enable ourselves to be part of the platforms we speak your word. Lord, Holy Spirit, will you use these, these opportunities and, and cause the hearts of men and women all over the world, children, to come to know the Father and the love and the peace that he provides. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. And we're going to pray finally for you. And when take healing prayers and in Luke chapter 5 verse 17 says, And it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by. And it says, And which, which, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem, and the power of God was present to heal them. I believe right here on this platform with different audiences, all the prayer experience community, the word of God being preached like Jesus, preaching and teaching the word. Each time we do that, there is power to heal. And it doesn't matter who connects with this platform. It doesn't matter who is listening. As long as you can release your faith for healing right now, I, I tell you there is the power of God that is made available to heal you right now. And I want you to lay your hands on your body, that part of your body where there is pain. If it's just all over, just place your hand on your chest or on your head and just say this with me. Father, I receive my healing in the name of Jesus. I thank you because I recognize the power of God to heal every sickness and every disease in my body. And I thank you because I received that healing in my body. I thank you, Father, for that. Amen. 
Amen. Father, we thank you as we have released our faith and we have spoken those words, those confessions to receive. We thank you for that healing has been perfected in that life, in that body. That healing is done in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's thank him together. Father, we thank you. We worship you. We give you all the praise. You are God. Not a day goes without you doing miracles, wonderful things, healing, providing, saving, delivering. So we thank you for this day that you have made. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for praying with us, all our brothers and sisters, all our prayer warriors and intercessors from all over the world. Well, it's been a really interesting year and a really adventurous year. Praying with you, praying in the spirit together, taking on really difficult situations. But see, we have seen the hand of God. We have seen the goodness of the Father. So we want to thank you. And I want to relieve my faith for you. Whatever the need is, God will show up on your behalf. And thank you for praying with us. Now, remember, we've got the, the audio podcast available as much as possible. We're trying to make it available right after the broadcast. So you can listen to them. You can share those broadcasts. Just share them on your phone or share them on your computer, whatever it is easiest for you to do. And we are back tomorrow. It's Tuesday. It's 1 p.m. We want you to keep the flame of prayer going on. Let's see you tomorrow online. God bless you and enjoy the rest of your season. Amen.
cry.